um good morning good afternoon and good evening once again welcome back to vmt i'm be talking to my second interviewee of the month and also my first um getting the first medical student so usually i like to um state the state the career now or state the course now after i've went through like preschool up until from five and everything but i think in this case i want to get some other shy people in this course to try and be part of uh this podcast and to just um tell me the stories okay so today i'll be interviewing um um uh meaning the country where no. i'm from no, no. the age the age i'm uh 19 years old oh, what are you yes i'm turning 20 on the 25th of july 25th of july yes that's oh, very soon okay so um this is our first conversation i guess yes. Yes, this is literally <laughs> our first conversation <laughs> so the questions that i'm gonna ask um hopefully we'll have Oh, you know what? We'll just doing it. We'll see along the way. So, okay, starting off, when did you start going to school? I started going to school in 2007. In 2007? Yes, 2007. Yeah. Then which grade were you doing? Uh, initially, I was supposed to go do grade zero. I was schooling in Zim. So there's, in Zim, mm-hmm. you do grade zero before you do grade one. But then I, I had no space. You know how they say that? It's full. It's full. It's kind of like preschool, right? Yeah, it's kind of like preschool. preschool. So yeah, so they just gave me a little test, write your name. Yeah, she just asked me questions about myself, and then they're like, "Okay, go ahead, just on that one." Ah, (laughs) Smart kids. (laughs) Skip the first grade, okay? Yeah. And then um, primary school, right? Yes, primary school. Still in Zim. Yes, still in Zim. I did uh, my first and second grade in Zim. And how was it there? It was really good. The teachers, the teachers are very good. They like giving students a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> and our holiday, yeah, we give. They will just give us like a book full of words. And then you have to go read all that. When you come back next term, you should know all those words. That is great, though. Yes. It is free. So wait, were you one of those um kids who cried when they had to go to school, or were you eager to go to school? Uh, the first time I was eager to go to school, but as time went on, <laughs> no. <laughs> you wanted to go back. I wanted to go back home because I miss playing with my friends, of course. Yeah. And school was very strict. Mm. Zimbabwean schools are very strict. But it was a, that was a good thing, anyway. Like compared to the education system on this side, in this side, because now you're saying that um you guys were given like a book full of words and you had to go read. I don't think I even had assignments at that stage. I was just there with my um go right um dad in Sutswana, mom in Sutswana. Look, that is what I remember. I don't know about everybody else. Maybe it was more difficult for them than for me. Okay. So what about civic three? Standard uh three okay, I came here to Botswana when I was doing standard two, my second term. Yeah. Yeah, when there were the two thousand and eight wars in Zim. Oh, yeah. So my family was displaced, and then we had to move to Botswana. Yes, yeah, yeah, so I started my second term in Botswana, and then I did my education in Botswana up until now. Up until now. Yeah. <laughs> that is great. Okay, so I'm going to have to ask about what was your first reaction when you got here? Um, When I got here, I was scared. I was seeing new people. In fact, the place where I uh 
where do I start? <laughs> it's a lot happened in a short time. A lot happened in a short yeah, time. Yeah, a lot happened in a short time. Uh, I remember I came into Botswana. We're actually walking into Botswana. Yeah. My village is not very far, maybe around 70 kilometers from Botswana. So then we got through the border, not the real border though. <laughs> yeah, I mean those other borders because we're just too many, you know, when you're refugees and you're traveling. Yeah. And then, yeah, we're taken to a prison. Gerald, Why? Gerald Prison. That's how they do it. Oh. It's called, uh, it's not really a prison, it's called the Center for Illegal Immigrants. Yeah, so they kept us there. Some people can stay up to four years there. Many years, but I stayed for I think two weeks, and then I went to Dukwi Dukwi refugee camp. So the whole time were you with your parents? I was with my mom mm-hmm. and uh, my cousins, my grandma, and other people yeah. from my village and others in Babuans from elsewhere, and other nationalities. Yeah. So when you got to when you um, moved from another place to Dukwi camp, you were still with your family. Yes, I was still with my family. So when I got there to Jukui, I was seeing d- people of different nationalities. I saw the Muslims, the Somalians. Yeah. Yes, there the Muslims there. I saw Congolese people. I saw different nationalities, the Namibians, the Angolians. Yeah, and... <laughs> yeah, this is weird, but it feels as if like you've traveled the whole world of Africa. Yeah, it feels like that. <laughs> so, yeah, and then I was enrolled in, in Jukui Primary. And then people were speaking Sitswana there, like our teachers, so it was kind of hard for yeah, me to adjust. To understand the language. Yes, to understand the language, it was kind of hard. But as time went on, I I think I <laughs> I just learned how to get along with the others, the other people of different nationalities. We had to speak like English all the time in school. And I wasn't used to that. <laughs> yeah, this feels like quite an adventure though. Like, it's like you literally have a story to tell. Like, you could write a book. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I could well, do that. You should do that. Yeah. I've thought about it before. I'm just sitting here like, what is this month's topic again? Because I have to divert between the two. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, you're at Aduki Primary School now. How yes. would you compare the education system? Like from the workload that you were used to at Zim compared to the workloads that you received when you got here? I think uh, when I got here, I felt like it was easier for me. It was not very challenging. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't challenging at all because I could easily pass. It It was mostly like a repetition of what I've been doing. I was doing mm-hmm. there, but only that I did what I was doing here earlier. Like the uh, most of the things I was doing in standard two, standard three, yeah, I had done them before in Zim, so it was much easier. But of course, there were other subjects which were new to me, like cultural studies. I didn't know what it was yeah. all about. Kafa, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I had to learn those. Yeah. But otherwise, the math and the English and the science, it was pretty fine. Okay, so what do you remember about primary school? Like a distinctive memory that you remember. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, how was primary school for you? Because for me, I don't remember most things. I only remember standard six and standard seven. The rest, I'm I'm literally quite blank. So, when what do you remember, and how was primary school for you? I think it was fun for me. 
it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, I had uh, classmates of different nationalities, so you can imagine we always be chatting in class, <laughs> playing during break time, after break, and even in Dukui, there were activities uh, for the refugee kids. Like every Wednesday, we'll go through a life skills orientation, mm-hmm. and we always look for, forward to that one. Because we'll do a lot of activities, puppets, karaoke, all those kind of things. That sounds like so much fun, though. Yeah. It sounds like so much fun. Okay. So, um, take me through. Okay, not take me through. Was there a bit like of an emotional roller coaster? Like, um, did you feel like you belong? Uh, at first I didn't, because um, the first time I got there, my teacher was actually calling me Tsangirai, and I didn't understand why. <laughs> so what does that mean? Tsangirai, it's um an opposition leader for MDC oh, yeah. in Zimbabwe. Okay. Yes. So I didn't understand why until I asked my mom and then she told me that he's an opposition leader. Of course I didn't really understand it as a child but when I think of it I now realize what she meant. <laughs> that's a bit weird. Yeah. That's a bit weird. So would you say that the fact that there was a many of you had kind of helped? Uh, like many different nationalities. Yeah. Yeah, I think so it like helped. you were not the only one trying to adjust. Yes. At the same time, everybody else was just trying to adjust to the new environment. Yes, yes, and of course we had uh, the others who had arrived before us, mm-hmm. telling us how to do stuff. Yeah. So what what is one thing that you learned? In. In primary. Yeah. Maybe just to enjoy life as it is. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, I think I'm learning this now. <laughs> I'm learning this right now to enjoy life because I should. Everything has just been school, 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 school. And then when you get here, you're like, but a person can breathe. But not breathe, breathe. Because the minute you try to breathe, everything just crumbles to the floor. Okay. Yeah. So, PSLE, would you say that you're one of the students who really concentrated on reading while you were at primary? I don't really think so. But yeah, I could read. Actually, my grandma was a teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so hey, she really started this reading thing earlier. So she would always have uh, those books, novels. Actually, I like reading novels more than schoolwork. <laughs> <laughs> so I always read every book that I could get my hands on those childhood story books. The fairy tales, I was always reading. I was always reading. I mean, thank you so much for saying <laughs> that. Thank you. I'm not the only one. Because I know that when I was in primary school, I didn't know anything about novels. The only novels that I knew of were my sister's books. Because she was... um. She was older than me, so she was in senior school while I was doing standard six and standard seven. So every time she'd bring a novel, because they had um show. I later went to that um senior school. They had show, um oh. silent and interrupted reading exercise. So every Tuesday we had to read a novel. So my sister would bring home a novel, and I'd literally read it. I'm like, get me another one. Wow. I want another one. <laughs> and then um, but then slowly the novels. Cause she couldn't be consistent with the novels, so she'd keep the novel for a long time. I'd be like, I want another one. So I'd, I'd now read the Sutsuana ones. Oh. The Sutsuana ones, I'd be like, but I want an English one. And then they started this thing when I was doing at six in my primary school. We didn't have a library. 
we didn't have a library so what they said was that they laid a ta- they had a table at the back and then they placed like children's book there and then oh. they told us that you can take one book and then go with it as long as you could bring it back the next day yes. so that is when my love for novels started every day i would take a book go home read it sometimes i wouldn't take two books i think some books i didn't return um to school yeah, <laughs> We actually had a, a library for refugee kids. Yeah. Yeah. Maropula, you know the Maropula school, right? Yes. It always donated books to us. So we had a library full of books. So we always read. And they would tell us to get two books for two weeks. That was too long for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. So what was your favorite novel at primary school? I liked uh, Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Yeah, I liked fairy tales. Yeah, I had a collection of uh, what's that author again? Hans Christian Andersen. I'm not sure if you know him, the one who wrote the story of the Snow Queen and the other. Uh, he had a lot of stories. I think I, at primary school, I only read the novels, I wasn't going to read because I read on the authors. Oh. It is only junior school. I was like, Nancy Drew, Kanye King, you're mine. Yeah, and Harry Potter. Okay, so um, PSL. Mm-hmm. So you wrote your you wrote your primary school living exam, Hila. Primary school living examination. Yes, I wrote it here. So how was it? Ah, uh, it was okay. <laughs> it was just fine. I think it was just fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what was your grade? My grade. Mm-hmm. I got an overall of an A with the two Bs. Got smart kids over here. <laughs> yeah, I got a B in agriculture and uh, I think social studies. Yeah. Yes, yes. But yeah, the right. overall was an A. Yeah, and I think I got a C in Sotona. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Sotona <laughs> <laughs> hates Sotona. They're always complaining. And I think with this, it's something. If, I think it's a problem is that we speak it every day and oh. then we assume that automatically we don't have to read it. And then you write something and Sotona just shows you flames and you're like, yo. Mm, this thing is hard, <laughs> but it's. I think it's, it's the work ethic and the mentality that yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, were you excited when you got your PSLE results? Yeah, I was excited. I was with my cousin. We actually were men at home. There were four of us writing PSLE. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we all did well. Two got uh, overall C's, and my cousin and I got the same results. We got A's. Yeah. So we're very happy. I got the feeling you was excited. It was like, wow, it was a party. Okay, so now you go to junior school. Where did you go for? I went to Duke Junior School. Duke Junior School. <laughs> yes. And then how was it there? Like your first day at school. First day at school. Mm. Ah, it was boring. <laughs> <laughs> the orientation. <laughs> yes, the orientation week. I was taking a lot of our time. Always there. Sitting in the hall waiting for somebody to talk to us. Yeah, was, yeah. and then ah, it was the first week was really boring. So your first day of classes, your first day of classes. First day of classes. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I thought things were really hard. I was used to multiple choice again. Yeah. And then I think that things are now changing. Now you have to write words. Yeah. So I thought it was hard, but then uh, after my first test, I realized uh, it's just nothing. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow! Wow! Okay. So um, usually for most people, when you go for junior school, I guess it's three years, 
Yeah. People usually think that okay, the first year I can mess up, the second year I can mess up, and then the third year this is when I can literally be a student. So when did you really put in your all from the get go? Uh, I cannot really say I put my all, but yeah, I just kept it. I maintained. You maintained. Yes, I was. I maintained my pace, and yeah, I maintained everything from the start. Understand. Yeah, I think that's, that that is that is just great. Cause I remember I came and okay, I went for junior school and I was like, yeah, this is me. I'm gonna do this. And then I don't know. I think I fluctuated. I think I fluctuated. It's just like pa 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 pa. Then from two compared to from one, I was a bit more concentrated from two than from one. Because from one I was I had that mentality that junior school is hard. If things like I'll pass, but I'll be like. But things are hard, and then we'd move on to room two, and it's like, oh, okay, I can get a prize. Ah, okay. So things things are going well. Things are going well. And then from three, I relaxed. I don't know why, but from three, I kind of relaxed. I have a problem with when we are approaching exams. It is only now in, it is only now in tertiary that I've learned that you have to read for exams. You have to prepare for exams. Yes. <laughs> the whole time for me, it's just an exam is just an extension of a test. <laughs> the struggles. Okay, so one thing I would like to ask you, Nate, is um, you're here right now. Yeah. You're in tertiary school. Um, you don't have a kid. Yes. I. You don't have a kid. And it's 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 unfortunate for most of us girls, ne? especially in junior school, that is when we're most vulnerable. And that is when we like to try new things. And sometimes it doesn't really work out for all of us. And yeah. most of the time, for other people, it doesn't really go well. So what I would like to know is that, how did you escape the clashes of peer pressure? Peer pressure? Yeah. I would say I grew up in a rather strict home. Yeah. Yeah, so I was not that kind that I would say, let me try this. Yeah. Because I know what will happen when I try that. <laughs> so, so, you know, when you go home. Yes. So, I think that helped me. Mm. And also, in Duku, there was this organization called Skillshare International. Mm. I'm not sure if you know about it. No. They always did uh, these anti-teenage pregnancy campaigns. Oh, yeah. So, always uh, going on trips. Yes. And just yeah, visiting new places, and then we take pledges that we will not fall pregnant until we are married, or yeah. maybe it goes according to you, or maybe you say until you are able to take care of a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we took those kind of pledges, and we always wanted to keep them. <laughs> we always wanted to honor our vows that we made. So I, I think that helped a lot. That's really great. And then, um, other than pregnancy, because that is the, the getting, it's an indication. For us, it's an indication. Ne? Yeah. But what about the subtle, um, getting, the subtle, what is it? The subtle things that peer pressure. Like, yeah. for boys, for boys, in my last interview, I was like, when are you a boy, you yeah. So you're not saying you're going to fall pregnant. But for, yeah. for, but for you guys, it's issues of smoking, it's issues of drinking, it's issues of relationship that are more dominant you guys than with us. Yeah. And then how did you escape all of that? Still the strict. Yeah, the yeah. I, I, I think it worked for me. Yeah. So, 
when it, throughout the course of junior school you've never really been tempted to drink or smoke or anything no. it was like when i go back home i know yeah i know and i think it just formed part of my values what my parents taught me yeah i think i i, I just never wanted to try out anything mm. yeah i was not interested at all <laughs> you're just like this is me i'm gonna stay along this path yes i've always been like that I mean, that's, that is great, man. That is great. It's like you have your mindset and your mentality set. You're like, I'm this kind of person. Anything else that is not me, I'm not going to do. Yes, yes. Like, it's weird to see. <laughs> it's not weird. It's nice to see a person who's so, who has defined who they are. Like, who know, who knows themselves, man? Because yeah. when you know yourselves and who you are and your values, you're not easily persuaded by others. How it's like if it's not like when a person comes and, and um, does like one, two, three, now you also want to do those things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay, one thing that I, another thing that I want to ask, what, from junior school up until primary school, what is one thing that you would like to change or improve on? Um... I think time management. Mm. I think I'm very bad even up to this day in time management. (laughs) And uh, the sleep and waking up. Mm. I don't have set times. So up to this day, I still beg my mom to wake me up while I'm in (laughs) Tesher to give me a call. (laughs) Just this morning, I wake up. I woke up late for my lab because my mom actually forgot to call me. So yeah, I almost missed an important lab. <laughs> yeah, so I think I really like to improve on time management mm-hmm. and even procrastination. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, I'm going to work up at seven and then I'll work up late, maybe I'll work up around nine. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say, okay, I'm going to bath right now, do my work at 10. But 10 becomes 11, 11 becomes <laughs> 12, and 12 becomes one. And then it's all messed up. I've wasted three hours already. Yeah. So I think I'd really like to change that. You really like to change that. Yeah. Oh, I had something. I had something. I had something. I had something. What is it? Let me pause. Okay. So how social were you at junior school? At junior school, I think I had many friends. Yeah, most of whom I came with from primary oh, school. Oh yeah. Because, uh, they were they made a special arrangement for refugees. Mm-hmm. They they wanted us to actually integrate with the the Tswana people. Mm. So what they did is uh they I think we we're about thirty of us mm. in my stream. So they actually divided us into two groups and then they say, Okay, this other group will go to three B I mean one B, the other one will go to one C. Mm. Yeah, but I, I maintained my friends that I came with from primary. So it was still great. Yeah, it was still great. It was very good. If- you were to say you had challenges as a refugee student what would you say were those challenges um um challenges they really i cannot say school fees uh unscr paid school fees for us i'm talking more in the social concept in the social Mm. i think for me it was language barrier i didn't know sitswana i didn't know sitswana and uh, my classmates didn't really want to interact with us why I don't know who would actually our class was kind of divided into two they would sit the other side and we'll sit the other side when we try to mix they'll move to the other side i don't know why uh but i think i once asked a donor friend of mine why they do that and they told me that they don't want to speak english 
wait all of this because they don't want to speak english they said so <laughs> so it was really funny for me because they they knew english i think maybe they didn't want to spend the whole day speaking english when they can speak it one so i didn't learn sitwana until i went to senior school yeah that's when i really started understanding sitwana oh so, you understood what exactly was being said yes man you should write a book <laughs> man you should write a book <laughs> No, no, you should write a book. Like I'm just like I feel as if I'm just getting snippets of your life right now. I'm just little bits and pieces. Like if you were to sit down and be like, "Yo, I'd read it. I'd read. It. Please write it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be the first buyer. Okay. Anything. I'll be the first person to read it." But okay, so those were that was like the main challenge. Yeah, I think it was the main challenge. Yeah, it was the main challenge. I I just wonder about the segregation cuz now I find it a bit weird. No. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> cuz I feel as if in my constant if you would have came to my school cuz remember there were only six of us who went to the same junior school oh. and only it was only two of us who went to the same class and we were also new and also eager to learn from each other that we were just so excited it does it didn't matter the nationality the ethnicity anything nothing mattered it was just there to interact and just be social. Oh, the thing is that uh actually the school I was going to was not in the refugee camp. Oh yeah. It's in Dukiba, not in the refugee camp. It's in the village. Mm. So it was from those kids I mean the Tswana were those people who were schooling in the uh other primary school in their village. So they also had their own groups. They are well defined groups. Also it was like the first or the initial interactions. Yes. Mm, okay. Yes, because they've gone to our own primary school and they've also gone to their own primary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so how was life at the camp? Ah, life at the camp is hard. <laughs> I mean, first when you're a child, you don't really realize. I mean, you don't buy anything. Yeah. You just all you do is play and do your schoolwork. <laughs> you just have fun every day. Yeah. So it was like. But as I grew up, I realized that ah, this is not a life I want to live forever. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Integration change. Yeah, it's really hard because our parents are not allowed to work. Mm. They're just allowed to stay in the camp and then we are given food rations. We are given a uh, 12.5 kg of maize meal. Then we're given three packets of beans, one uh three bars of soap, and then 750 milliliters of cooking oil, uh one kg of salt, one kg sugar, and then if you're a lady you get two packets of pets. Yeah, I think that's all. So that is supposed to sustain you for a whole month. But that is not a lot. Yeah, it's not a lot. So, yeah. Our parents really do odd jobs mm. just to keep us alive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just there like um as much as as much as it sounds like uh it's it um it's it's Okay, there. Let me add perspective. So I think the one thing, um, oh, would you say that those conditions are what really pushed you to doing your best in what you could control, which was school and what you had in front of you, your education? Yes, I think it really motivated me because I, I didn't want to live that kind of life. And I knew that uh, going back to Zimbabwe is even much worse. Mm-hmm. So I just had to take advantage of 
this free education I was getting mm. to do the best I can do. Yeah. And I feel like that's great because most of us, especially those, we take for granted the fact that we have free education. Yeah, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. Like, we could be given so many opportunities. You're only told, in primary school, you're only told, pay 50 pula yes. for your child, or sometimes 5 pula, and free meals. And we'll just be there complaining each and every single time. Like, I'm getting off topic, but take for instance right now. Imagine if we had to pay for our own school fees. That would be very hard. I've seen it in Zim. I have cousins who have done very, very well for their own levels. Mm. But they cannot manage to pay for their tertiary education. And some can't even manage to pay for secondary education. They can go as far as primary, standard seven, and then that's it. They cannot afford to go beyond that. Yeah, they cannot afford. So they just go back into society, and the next thing, they are pregnant. Or they are just doing odd jobs. A cycle. Yes. It's, a, it's <laughs> literally a cycle. It's either pregnancy or jobs. We're repeating the same thing. And yes. then we have kids, the same expectations, the same thing all over again. Yeah. It doesn't change. Yeah. Okay, okay. Moving <laughs> back to topic. Um, okay. So... What is what would you say at that level? Cause I know one thing about parents, ne? Yeah. It's when you're at junior school when they begin to realize that now you are begin to understand what's going on in the world. They usually have. They usually sit you down and they talk to you. What is one thing that you say during that time when your parents would see that okay, Khalil uh, is now being able to see things in the world. Yeah. What were they mainly focused on teaching you at that time? Uh, I cannot really say it's teaching, but my mom has always been talking to me about staying away from boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she has never really set me down to talk to me about it. But she, is, she would just say it every day. Stay away from boys. Stay away from boys. Because she had me when she was 18. Mm. So she didn't want me to do the same mistake that she did. Yeah. Yeah. So she'll always tell me, stay away from boys. Stay away from men. This is what is the African equivalent of, 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 of yes. a conversation. Like, yes. And do this. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. But deep down, you understand where they're coming from and where they're saying. Yes, I think I really understand because, yeah, I've seen it happen. Mm. And I think I really get what they want. They just want me to finish school first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when I can start other things. And actually try to live the life that people are trying to live right now, which is just. Kind of weird sometimes. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) So, okay, let's move on to JC. How would you say you prepared for um the test, the Uh, exam? The exam. Mm -hmm. I I don't think I was really serious. I'm very serious with JC. Yeah. Yeah, I was still a child then. Mm. (laughs) I just knew that okay, I have to get points that will get me to senior school. And yeah, but I I was always reading. And uh, revising using past papers because those really help, and uh, asking those who have done it before to just give me a talk on how to prepare for the exams. And what would you say was like your favorite subject? Like this one, no matter what happened, you knew that you were gonna pass. It was always mathematics. Everybody's mathematics. <laughs> it has always been math. I was sure that I'm going to pass. Mm. If it, if I was sure of any subject, it will always be mathematics. 
Yeah. I knew that it was Shabbat Mitz, but my teacher was not Shabbat Mitz. Are you getting my message? Oh. He was like, when do you have this tendency of making very dumb mistakes, which cost you max? Like, yeah. everything would be right. But when are you, we would just make one mistake. And I remember when the grades came out, he was like, yo, you had me worried, child. You had me oh. worried. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> and then it immediately. <laughs> so at that level, what would you say that you wanted to pursue as a career? As a career? Mm. Uh, by then, I was doing design and technology. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I think I was looking at engineering mm-hmm. and electrical engineering specifically. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. I just knew there was engineering. But it's electrical, mechanical. <laughs> I just knew there was engineering. The only courses that I knew about were accounting, meds, oh. medicine. Actually, I wanted law. accounting and then they didn't give me inform one. So I <laughs> cried a lot and then they were, they were like, no, you're doing DNT. Oh yeah, you cannot have two projects. What yeah. was your other, um, what did we call them? The the options? Call. Yeah, what was your other option? Actually, I had no choice but to do PE. I was doing PE and DNT. Then I was uh, doing RE to substitute for my sit one. Oh yeah. yeah. So you did PE and RE. Yeah. No, no, no. PE and DNT. Mm-hmm. I didn't like PE at all. I was very worse at the ground. <laughs> I didn't know how to do anything. I hate running. <laughs> I hate running. I always made up excuses that I have asthma or something, <laughs> but they didn't work. <laughs> I had to do it because mm-hmm. I couldn't do art. Oh yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to draw. Oh, mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, what funny thing is that I enjoyed Kappa. Kappa. When we did do it at primary school. But I didn't oh. think I was at that level where I can actually, you could give me an apple. Because I used to see them drawing apples and I would be there like, yeah, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> I'd try, but yeah, it would be as good I, as I wanted to be. I enjoyed the art part in primary. But when I got to junior school, I saw that. Now art is at another level. Mm. And then I was like, no, this yeah, is not my thing. It's <laughs> no longer fun now. Yeah. <laughs> I did music in, in accounting. Oh, music. I did, I did music in accounting. Wow. I didn't have, we didn't have music. But I would have loved to do it. I like the marimba. I know. We, think <laughs> it, it, we did music, but I feel as though sometimes we had limited resources. Oh. Because we only had, I think we only had seven keyboards, or probably more, I'm not sure. And then we were really not allowed to use them unless it was like for a project or oh. we were practicing for a test. And the one thing that I'd say we were given were the recorders. That, oh. uh, that's why we were like, yeah, I think that was the one great thing about music because we had that instrument and you could just go home and just play with the whole time and just have fun alright so I was PE I feel as if I'm not that flexible me, me too I, I really had a hard time doing PE and I think even my grade showed it <laughs> I was good in theory but practically, practically uh-uh. it wasn't it it wasn't it <laughs> I'm just there like you know I, I, I'd see the American version of PE when like kids climbing up ropes and I'd be like Ish, I don't think this one you can do me I yeah. don't think I can take my leg the other side. Nah. nah I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm also good. I don't like PE even now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so you wrote your G J C examinations. Your grades? Yes, I got an overall of what, what was it? Fifty seven points. 57. That is an A. That is an A. That is yes. an A. And I got a C for P E. And you got a C for P E. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like it shoes. It shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you've seen P.E. I've got a scene, Susanna. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but for some reason last time I kind of it was like it, it was weird, ne? Because mm. I knew Susanna but I didn't know Susanna. Actually, the person who taught me Susanna was my mom. Oh. She cut off like uh, in the appetizer we had had there was this um segments where they when you'd have um English words and then Susanna words. Yeah. So my mom had this head cover in primary school, and then she'd cut off the that section and then paste it on the book, and then she'd literally teach it to me. So okay. that is where, that is literally where I learned Susanna. And it would be hard sometimes because I'd be like, yo, mama, what hard that? It's hard. And yeah. my mom would be like, yo, do not. They understood. That's all they were like. I think they were, they, they tried to the best of my capability <laughs> to teach me Susanna the best that you have. Yeah. Okay, so that was like the limited knowledge that I had of Susanna. So you get your JC oh. results and you have 57 points. How excited were you? I think I was very excited. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I my read. mom was happy. So whenever mom is happy, I'm also happy. You're good. Like, yeah. Yeah, and that's one thing that I feel as if at the at the at junior school and moving into senior school, people kind of think that it's okay to compromise relationships with parents in order to satisfy friends. And I'm just there, like guys. When as much as sometimes you feel as if your parents are too strict, but at the end of the day, compared to friends and other people that you're going to meet, those are literally the people that have your back. They wouldn't say don't do something unless they know what that thing would cost you or bring you. Yes, yes, so, that's true. Mm. Um, you want me to comment on that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I, that's true because actually my friends that I had in junior school, mm. I didn't have them in senior school. Mm. Yeah. So then I realized that it's not, you cannot choose friends over parents. Yeah, you cannot. You cannot. Yeah. Like, there literally has to be that dishonesty. Because as much as you relate with your friends, it's nice, it's fine. At the end of the day, you're going home. At the end of the day, um, you're going to be. Oh, yeah. I remember the school is like, uh, this person was like, and the people who. I, the pe- oh, what was the quote? What was the quote? I remember it was, I, I saw it on Facebook, I saw it on Facebook, it was in um, Gawakyo's Heights, and it was, it was like, hey, there are people who's, who depend on their parents, yeah. and then there are people whose parents depend on them. Differentiate the two before you do anything that you want to do in life. Because there's some people that, no matter what they do, they're okay, their parents got them. And then yeah. there's you, who's family who you know there's you you know that your family's dreams that future literally depends on you so you have to know which one you are before you try to do whatever the society is trying to do yes i think my family depends on me yeah yeah because i'm their only hope right now yeah (laughs) yeah so i should always try to do my best and not disappoint them Mm. yes and oh okay so now you're going to senior school where did you go for that I went to Nata Senior Secondary School. Oh, you went to Nata? Yes. Yeah. That's around like 50 kilometers away from home. Oh, <laughs> so how was it getting there? Was it hard? It was my first time boarding and Nata was so horrible. We always <laughs> had water issues. You know one thing I remember about Nata, ne? Yeah. I'm not sure if it's Nata or something. The soil. Yes, the, the white soil. soil. The, the white soil. <laughs> Yes, and uh, this water issue affected the toilets. Mm. So you can imagine what was happening in the hostels. Mm. Oh, you were you stayed on campus and campus. Yes, yeah, I was boarding for the first time too, and hi, it was really hard for me. How was it like? I feel as if the room was like 
maybe your first time away from home yeah my first time away from home and yeah i had to adjust i had to find a way to adjust wow <laughs> <laughs> i had to get used to eating mutoho in the morning sometimes there will be no mutoho so we just go to school like that and then we eat bread later i was school was really horrible i want to lie yeah Oh, it has a big transition mm, from, from when you yeah. And then now you're in another new space, a whole new environment. Things are not complete. Things are not getting the way they're supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. So what would you say was your biggest challenge when you got to Nata? My biggest challenge? Mm. Uh, I think being far away from my mom. Mm. Yeah, because... I actually met kids who have been also been far away from their parents for mm. the first time and I was really seeing what they are doing now that they are away from their parents uh, <laughs> protection so they will try new things yes yeah so I was always caught up in that should I shouldn't I yeah I feel <laughs> that is like the temptation part mm. and then every time you try to do you're like yo remember where you're from yes yeah so i think i i always remembered where i'm from where mm. i'm going and what i want to do in life so that kept me in check i remember this other i don't know if, i remember this other part in some susanna book yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, no what and this woman was telling her child for um whatever step you're gonna take look how not how far you've came because you have a lot of this to do so how far you're yet to go and like what you have done to get to this point yes so before you do anything before you're like let me try a new thing really assess the impact it's going to have on your life yeah. or on you. Yes. Yeah. Talk a lot. Definitely <laughs> talk a lot. So you know you're in senior school, people are trying out different things and you you'd say what kept you grounded was just remembering where you're from and who you are. Yes. And what you stand for as a person. Yes, because uh actually as a refugee you don't you're not sponsored by government, you're not sponsored by DTF. Mm. So I knew about this scholarship that uh, Skillshare, the organization I mentioned before, was in uh, was talking to Marokula to see if they can sponsor some refugee kids, mm. and then they like uh, they only sponsor top achievers. So mm. I wanted to be a top achiever. Yeah. Yes, I wanted it so bad that <laughs> this is the only way I can get a scholarship. So mm. for me, it was. Top achiever or nothing. Top achiever or nothing. Yeah. And you did that, ne? Yeah, I did it. <laughs> you did it. I, I'm not gonna lie, you did it because I saw your results. Oh. I saw your results. Kalila, <laughs> I saw your results and I was like, you you don't deserve to be here. You should be someplace else because your results exceed like most of the people, a whole lot of people that I've met. So I was like, why? 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 And I can see that you really worked hard. Like you had that drive and passion. Yes. And for you, I I think it was both internal and external. Yes. Yes. 
I really wanted to do well so bad mm. because I knew that if I don't, I'm just going to join the society. Mm. Yeah. You were like, yeah, that is not me. That is not me. That's not what I wanted for myself. Mm. So I, I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at senior school, what would you say was your best six? My best six? Mm. I always counted math mm. and the sciences in. Yeah. So that's four. Mm. <clears throat> and I did, um, what else did I do? I did geography. I loved geography. So it was among my best six. And then I had um, agriculture. What else did I do? Oh, what else do we do apart from math, sciences, and other options? Uh, the Z math, statistics. Oh, actually, I was not doing Ed math. I was attending Sizwana. You did Sizwana? No, I was just attending because I didn't <laughs> have an option. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you had to learn. <laughs> so I learned a bit of Sizwana. The Carlos Apu. Yeah. Yeah, the first yeah. lessons I was learning. <laughs> and then, uh, first, and then I was given accounting yes i was doing accounting mm-hmm. for the first time how was it it was hard for me the first time i got there the teacher just gave me a mark and i was like go and write this on the debit and credit side i didn't really know anything oh yeah cause, yeah <laughs> oh you got because that's from junior school i left it at junior school i wanted to continue i think oh. that is where my dream of being an accountant ended oh i i had wanted to be an accountant so but then I was like, okay, why not try it out? Yeah. yeah. My I had a friend who was very very good in accounting, mm. so she was my teacher. Wow. And she's right now she's doing finance in UB. She's doing finance in UB. Yeah, she wow. loved accounting and everything to do with money. So she. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So she's following her passion right yeah, now. She's, she's following like, her passion. along the way. And though I have to ask, which section did you write? Um, weather and climate or the other section? the exam paper at you i i loved uh the volcanoes why <laughs> guess, why did you guys write that because now i saw the paper and i was like well then climate then there's this part i was like yo okay i think i think well then climate i uh, i like well then climate more i was like okay if i mean just go right well then climate the other section mm, that is not my thing that is not my thing just looking at the questions like list six features of a fold like yeah. i i had started i studied that like crazy so i really loved anything <laughs> to do with the earth class yeah yes i loved everything there but you was fun yeah. i think it was a matter of i think it was like the one of the easiest subject ever because everything that you were asked you knew yes it yes. was there it was there in the notes yeah and then i greek the yeah, seven modules. I also did agric. The seven modules. Hush. The seven modules. It yeah. was it was really stressful for me because hey, there was a lot to do in agric. Mm. And I hadn't completed the syllabus. So I was really worried. Like, will I pass this? Can we start off with the project, right? Yes. Yeah. I started in, with the project in Form 4, mm. but our plants got bent. There was no rain. <laughs> And then we had to do the same thing in Form 5. Oh, you just did it again. Again! We started with maize and then we had to do the beetroot. Mm. So, hush, it was really taking my time. <laughs> it was really taking my time. And then we had to do the write-up mm. again. When we submit and then we shall go like, no, go back and write. Correct that. And then you like, I is that we saw um, our results for the markup before. So you literally knew, okay, so this is where I'm working with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mine were good. But I was really worried if I would finish those modules. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the seven modules. 
Mm. I'm Mujul seven. I, I I think I remember that one out of everything else. I don't remember any. <laughs> I don't. That is junior agriculture from primary, junior, senior. I'm just there like why, why? And then Gio, Gio is new. Yeah, okay, I I love Gio. My mom is the one. I think she's the one who influenced me to do geography. Mm. She told me her favorite subject in school was Gio. And then like ah, yeah. she was always teaching me geography. So I was like, okay, why not try it in school? And I loved it. Wow, <laughs> wow. Okay, so. Now you finish. Oh, how did you prepare for BG? For BG, mm. I think I started preparing from the start. Yeah, because I finished oh. uh, my med syllabus. Mm. By form four, I was about to finish my med, the whole med syllabus. Actually, when our teacher, whenever he came to class, would give us exercises. I would do more. Like you, within that period, I would write maybe three exercises. So he would tell me, okay, you are now fine on this. Then he would call me to his office, give me a final paper to try out. Of course, I didn't know the other complex topics like settles. Of course, we didn't cover that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he would just tell me, go read about this. Then I'll ask a senior to teach me. And then I'll learn. I try, so try, try, try. And then I, give, I submit for my king. It was always good. And then... um. <clears throat> We had what we call a maths clinic. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we'll have the top, uh, the best students in mathematics mm-hmm. being maths doctors. And then, so we'll always go there every Tuesday to go and ask for help. So I used that opportunity to go and learn new topics. So by end of one four, I was almost done with the maths syllabus. Yeah, and I could write BGSSK then. Yeah, I'm just looking at you, I'm like... <laughs> I wish I could go back to senior and then like that's some sense into that little girl and say, Bono, ta-hala, ta-hala, do more, do better. And we also uh, had this other guy, he was called Gwandu. He's here now, he's doing engineering, uh, civil engineering. He actually wrote a math paper three, but he skipped some questions. Mm. He didn't see the questions. Oh. So he got everything that he wrote. Except for the part that he didn't see. Yes, and then some students... Uh, did better than him, uh, so he went to the men's department to complain that I did. I'm the best in this. Yeah. <laughs> so they made. Uh, they said, okay, you know what? Uh, come, all of you will make a, will write, will set a paper for mm-hmm. you guys, and then they set a new paper and said they invited other people. Um, they did. They called those guys who had passed Guandu, mm-hmm. and then other people wanted to join the challenge, and then they named it the Guandu Challenge. Wow. Yes. So did you write the Gandhi challenge? I was always scared. I was running away. Oh, you should <laughs> have. And even the Olympiads. Do you write any Olympiads? No, ah, my school didn't write those. You know, I feel as if they should introduce them in tertiary school. Yes, they should. I feel as if that would be fun. Yeah. Okay. So you're not ending BGCSE. Uh, my results. Okay, let me... T- I also did comments. You did... <laughs> And I didn't like comments. That text was so big. Okay, I so literally, no did everything that I did. Wow. <laughs> I had no motivation to do comments. I did it uh, my first in Form 4. Mm. Yeah, I did it in Form 4. And I it was not my thing, honestly. I didn't like comments. Mm. First of all, I was being forced to do it. <laughs> to take it to substitute Sitsuana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... I, it wasn't my thing. It wasn't your cup of tea. <laughs> and then when I was in towards form four, I dropped commerce, and then I was I remained with eight subjects. 
then I was like, but no, this is not okay. Yeah. My comments, I would always run away from him whenever I saw him around school. I didn't even say bye. I just dropped it and disappeared. And then I, I took up Ed Math in Form 5. Yeah. Yeah. So you, I decided, let me just do Ed Math. You started Ed Math in Form 5? And how was that? It was, it was kind of hard to mm. me. It didn't make sense. Yeah. I was, I was wondering, what kind of math is this? <laughs> yeah. But I had a friend... We actually dodged commerce. We dropped commerce, him mm-hmm. and I. Uh, he's from Congo. Yeah. He had done Ed Math in Congo. Yeah. But when he came here, they put him some grades low. Oh, yeah. So he knew that. So he was teaching me. We're doing it together. And what would you say was your lowest B in Ed Math? In Ed Math? Yeah. I used to get very bad grades 44%. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would get 44 I don't remember getting anything higher than 80 wow yeah so i was always just around 450s blah 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 but ah that's what i wanted to do as i didn't want to do comments though yeah <laughs> i said i would rather get a 44 in advance than comments i actually wanted to do both both yeah i felt so i did both i felt it was of comments was a bit easier yeah because you just read and some Comments I was like you, even if you don't read, but sometimes you come up and be like, yeah, never you get the marks. And then once was like, hey, you know when usually when persons that admit this men this mentality that it's hard, um, and for me it was only like later on that I realized that if I really put in the work and the effort, I could actually pass admit. Like initially yes. I was like it's hard and I just be there. It's hard. I'm done. Yes, but I I I I think. I was determined to do it. Mm. I I didn't have a, an ed math teacher. Mm. I just it was just my friend and I. Oh wait, you guys taught yourself ed math? Yes, we did. We and did. you wrote the test? Yes, we wrote the final exam test. We had uh, our ed math teacher in the school, Mr. Bangkotsi. He had transferred to another school. Oh. So, the other teachers they were not willing to teach ed math. So we actually asked for their help only maybe to print us the IG and math papers and their solutions then we'll just do teach ourselves and then sometimes we'll go there and ask for help they'll help us yeah and my teacher always borrowed me his computer to do the youtube videos i am so <laughs> inspired motivated i missed right now because <laughs> wow you taught yourself admit yes we did <laughs> I think I played too much. I played too much in VG. I played too much. I definitely played too much. Ne? Wow. Okay. <laughs> the line of thought come back. Okay. So you finish with your um, senior school, your BGCC results. Yes. I got uh, 48 points. Mm. Uh, with six A stars, yes, two A's, and a B in Edmonds. <laughs> oh, th- <laughs> thank you, thank you, because you taught yourself Edmonds, and you got a B. That is awesome, dog. Yeah, that is awesome. I I just wonder what you could have done with the teacher there. Yeah, I think I would have done better. Mm. My friend got an A. Mm. We're very happy. We're very happy because we actually worked hard for it. Oh, you guys are driven. Yeah, no, that you guys are driven. Okay. Yes. So you get your BGCSE results, you're happy, what's going on? Actually, the first time I was trying to access my results, it was telling me that we do not have a candidate with this. So I was, I was 
actually like did I did I even mark my papers? Ooh. I was kind of stressed. And during that time, I was in touch with um, a former top achiever. Oh yeah. Called, I forgot her name. She was schooling in Madinar. Uh, yes. And then I asked her to check. She's studying uh in UK. She's studying geology. So I asked her to check my results for me. And then she sent a text like wow congratulations then i was wondering what are you talking, what are you about? talking about <laughs> and then she spent some time i was really having a bad network mm-hmm. and then at last the results came through i was so happy and then i showed my mom she cried yeah because <laughs> you made it yeah because then what was the lead forward now you have your results actually my teacher my chemistry teacher mm. he posted uh so another is not it's not really a kind of school where you can get a top achiever yeah. if i can say yeah because the conditions there it's not really I, I i don't i don't want to say it's not really conducive for learning i don't know how to put it yeah yeah i hope you understand yeah i think you get it <laughs> yeah but we had it at a top achiever in uh my the previous year stream. yeah mm-hmm. yeah so my chemistry teacher was very happy i think he checked my results before me because <laughs> i i didn't know he did that Yeah. He posted them on Facebook. And then he was like, "Yeah, this time around we got a top achiever from Nata." Mm. And then he also wrote that I'm a refugee, mm. I'm not sponsored by the government. And then somebody I don't know, a stranger just made a post about that and, and said share share so that uh she gets sponsorship. And then people were just sharing 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 sharing. sharing. You know, I think I found out about you way before I knew you. Oh, literally, because I remember there was a story. My mom was telling me like, "This this student who really did very well, and apparently she's going to be sponsored by the school because this government has the she's going to be sponsored by UB because yeah. this government is so messed up that it doesn't sponsor other kids." Yeah, and I was just like, "Mom, are you serious?" She was like, "Yeah." like okay that's dope though that's dope <laughs> i remember sitting down and i'm like how many kids and I, and i was like how many kids do i know who are international students yeah. who are not allowed the same opportunity because that thought of, of like even doing better than the kids that are here but yeah. they're not allowed the same opportunity wow yeah. so you come here how was your first day over here actually at first Uh, I was not really excited. I wanted to do actuarial sciences from the start. <laughs> from my form four, I wanted to do actuarial sciences so bad. In my books, I was always writing that I'm an actuarial scientist. <laughs> Can I have first? I have first. <laughs> Why are you here? You applied to UCT and got accepted. Why? Ah, it was really, really hard. I mean, as a refugee, I also don't have a passport. Mm. I cannot move to another country. Yeah. I can only stay here in Botswana. Or UNHCR resettles me abroad. Mm. Or they take me back to my country. Those are my only three options. Wait, along the progress of education, can't you apply? Because you've been here for more than ten years. Can't you apply for citizenship? Yeah, it takes a, a very long time. Mm. Yeah. for you to be processed. And uh there's this uh program called the resettlement they want to tell you about where they take mm. you abroad. My family was in a process to go abroad to mm. Canada. Yeah. So then I couldn't uh choose that option of going back to Zim to get a passport. Yeah. Because that would mean I'm no longer a refugee. 
So I'm no longer in the process to go to Canada. Yeah. So I really had to make hard decisions because I also had a Marokula scholarship, and they were telling me, uh, to go back. I was told I have to go back to Zim get a passport. So I mean, um, I don't know, like I have an identity. Mm. Yes. So that's why I ended up choosing UP. I I I don't get it. Like, why can't you just school at Marokula? Uh, the lady was helping me. She said I have to... I mean, even after those two years, mm. like, when I'm done, of course I'll get a, a scholarship abroad. Yeah. So I'll have to go back to Zim. And going back to Zim was not... It was not any of my options. I didn't want to go back. Mm. Yeah. Wait, go back as in go back permanently? Yeah. Going back to Zim to get a passport? Mm. So that would mean I'm no longer a refugee. Mm. And during that time, we were in the resettlement process, oh. and the resettlement process failed. Yeah, oh, that's hard. That's hard. Yeah, it was so complicated around that time. Mm. Yeah, it was really complicated. I was just hoping in UB I would do the BSc, the BSc, mm. and then I'll be done in a year, and then I'll resettle to Canada. But it didn't work. It didn't work. So and then I just ended up applying to medicine, and then I was accepted here. <laughs> go home, go home. Oh, you have my mind so messed up right now. <laughs> <laughs> but is there a possibility that you still um get part of the recycling process? The resettlement? No, no, no. Actually, the government of Botswana now has uh, decided that all the Zimbabweans will be, will be taken back. They'll be repatriated to their country. To our country, yes. Mm-hmm. So, which means that my refugees, my refugee status will be terminated. Mm-hmm. I'll no longer be a refugee. So I cannot uh, qualify for a settlement. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'll just have to go back to Zim, get a passport and some IDs, documents, and then I'll just be an international student. Mm. And no longer a refugee, mm. so no more settling for me. Mm. <laughs> now I think you can still do it. Like, I'll still do it. You can still move to another <coughs> country. Now as you, Kulilungwenya. Yes, yes, as me. So is that possibility that that during the course of this year, you're gonna have to go back to them to just create a passport and the identity, or have you already done that? No, I haven't done that. I'll have to do it sometimes soon wow. yes because if i don't do that mm. i'll be considered an illegal immigrant and mm. i can be arrested anytime yeah. yes <laughs> this, is, this is a lot <laughs> it's so, so complicated it is it's it's, uh, it's literally a word that i didn't know yeah it's a different word so as you are right now is your family in zimu are they still in Botswana? Uh, my mom is in Botswana, my mom and my little sisters. My stepdad is in Namibia. Mm. They were actually deported to Namibia. Mm. Yes. So they're in Namibia right yes, now? Yes, they're in Namibia now. My also, the identity is now you guys are Namibians? Uh, no. I'm still in Zimbabwe. But your mom is married to a Namibian. A Namibian? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, she'll have to go through some process to acquire the Namibian citizenship. Mm. That is after she goes back to Zim, get the Zimbabwean documents, and then travel to Namibia and apply for citizenship there. 
to say it's prohibited to do that. But some refugees work anyway, <laughs> but not in, in government positions, mm. just the uh, odd jobs. And given the opportunity, like the same way you'd have somebody from China coming to work here, I, I would it shouldn't do be that. any different. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my mind is so messed up right now. My mind is literally so messed up. Uh, so how was PSC? PSC. Mm. It was just fine. It was just fine. I liked uh, math and uh, physics and chemistry. I didn't like bio. <laughs> it, I felt like it was complicated, especially that second semester. Mm. When you're dealing with the animals and the plants. Mm. I don't want to lie. I, I didn't enjoy it, <laughs> but the chemistry, bio, no, the chemistry, physics, and math, I, I did enjoy. I liked it. But I didn't like home and ICT, <laughs> mm. but I had to do them anyway. Yeah, because yeah. of home literally forced us. The concept of Yanomi is an island. It yes, literally forced yes. us to work together and in interact with people. Yes. So how was your home experience? Home. Because uh, I remember, for me, there were times where the group members were not showing up. Um, the video could not be submitted. Yeah. Was, there were problems. I think my group mates were really cooperative. Mm. Yeah. Everyone really wanted to get us get done with yeah. calm. And nobody wanted to retake calm. Yes. But the video was kind of a big deal for me. I was actually happy that we're not doing the class presentation. We all have to wear a dress and heels mm. and present because I was really scared. Okay. So the video was much better for me. We just we just took uh, videos. I mean, alone as a group, and oh, then yeah. sent to the lecturer. So That's it was it was kind of nice. Yeah, less audience, then less anxiety. <laughs> and um, how would you say that you? How would you say that maybe you? dissociated yourself from the norm that we see here in university uh you mean as in <laughs> the partying the partying the, the, the lifestyle just everything how did you maintain you just being you and not being taken by the wave of that now i'm in tertiary oh ah i don't think i, I really like trying out uh wild things mm. like drinking smoking yeah. and i'm not really a party person yeah, I'm not really a party person. So, yeah, I just like my personal space. And I go to church every Saturday. Yeah. Yes. I think that is the time when I really get to meet people. Mm. Yeah. But I'm just sitting here like, wow, oh, it's okay. Wow, wow, wow. So you finished BSc. Like, how would you say you started for the exams and BSc and everything? In BSc, at first, I think uh, having asked people who have done BSc, I think they just told me otherwise. They always tell me BSc is hard, no <clears> physics, do this, do that, get a tutor, you're going to fail. So. As for me, as there was a time when I really wanted to get a tutor. Even I even wanted to get a tutor for maths. Because mm. along the way I realized that no, this is not true. Yeah. This is not true at all. So I'll just, as... I'll just do me. And, and then see how it goes. Wow. I'll try it out for the first semester. If I can do without any tutors and 
get my work done of course there are times when i feel like it's hard mm. there's a lot of work mm. but comparing to medicine right now oh, i'll yeah. say it was nothing <laughs> yeah we had its moments there were times mm. when you'd be like Ish, i should probably give up and that times are like now nah, yeah. let's actually try to like push and actually do something more regarding this yes yes hi there are really those times. How did we get through? How did you get through BSc? BSc. Mm. It was it was kind of hard because I told you I don't know I don't know how to manage my time. Mm. Sometimes I wake up and miss a maths lecture, and I'll miss the next lecture mm. and the next. So it kind of became a habit to miss lessons. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But of course I made it sure that I I made it to the labs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were an on campus student the first year, right? Yeah. So how was it staying on campus? Staying on campus. It was just fine. I now have gotten used to the the body lifestyle. Yeah. So it was kind of the same for me. So how now do you like manage the finance management? Because I'm only learning it this year that when you got this much, you should like do oh. get this, get this, get this, that, that. Oh, actually, with the finances, uh, the first year, no, the first semester, when I first arrived here, UB, that is my sponsor. Yeah. They're giving me uh two meals per day, lunch and supper plus allowance. Mm. So by oh. then, <laughs> I didn't know how to to save honestly yeah. i mean i'm coming to the city for the first time i always wanted to go to the mall mm. and buy new stuff yeah. so by the second semester i wasn't getting any meals so now reality was hitting hard that okay i, I have, have to, to save <laughs> i have to buy uh food for myself mm. yeah so I, I i just limited it to keep buying the things that i really need mm, yeah and yep. saving yeah Yes, I I like saving. Yeah, just for emergencies in case. Yeah. In case something happens, and there's there's also another company which helps me. It's called a uh, Breston Enterprises. You know it. Mm. Uh, they have uh, this product called Mbuza. You know Mbuza. You always get it through orange. You have an orange sim. Oh, <laughs> I live within a bubble. Oh. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> they're, they're, a rock. they're one of the people who were able to get to me after my results. Mm. And then they said, uh, whenever I need anything, I can always ask them. They bought me my laptop. That was dope, man. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah, so there are times when I'm really broke and I need something that I cannot afford. I can mm. always count on them. They will do it for me. Yes, but most of the time I stick to buying things I need and saving. Mm. Yes. Dude, I'm just there like Do you love us? Do you love us? You're so different and passionate. I'm actually working hard towards everything that you want to do. Yes. Like when you set your mind on something, you actually do it. Yes. yes. Okay, so now, how does your mind feel? I heard Gal is now in university pursuing BOC. I think she's she's happy and she's proud of me and she's praying harder for me. Yeah. Because for her, me graduating or succeeding mm. is really a big deal for her. So she's always praying for me that I do my best. At times I call her and say, oh, this medicine thing is hard. <laughs> yeah. But she would tell me, just do what you can do because you need to do this. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's really happy for me. She's really happy. <laughs> 
Wow. And would you say, like, every time, like, you need something, emotional support socially, do you talk to your mom often? Yeah, actually, I do video calls with my mom almost every day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she likes calling me. Yeah. I talk to her. I don't really have many friends. Yeah. And I'm somebody who likes keeping things to myself. Yeah. Yeah. Although I never really talk to my mom about such things, mm. but just talking to her, I think it really helps. It really helps. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So, I found out more about you than I think. You know, it's weird. I found out more about people in hour than I think I could have in a year of being with them. Yeah. And this is like, this is really great. This is really great. I get to see the other side. So you're doing a BSc, you finished BSc. Like, what are some of the things that you have observed in the school? What yeah. happening to either your peers or people, older or people, younger, that you wish you'd talk to them and be like, please don't do this, please stop this, or, like, advice or something? Yeah, I always see people uh, just giving in to peer pressure. Mm. Yeah, just pleasing friends. Mm. But I think uh, most of the things here are kind of temporary, I can say. Yeah. Of course, you can find some things that are long-lasting. But some friendships are temporary. Mm. So I think you should know who you are, what you believe in, what you want to do in life, your goals, what you want to achieve, and uh, stick to that. It's not bad uh, to have fun and get out and go a little while some mm. other time, but just don't forget what you want to do in life mm. i think people just uh get lost in trying to please their friends yeah they forget their purpose mm. so my advice is just that people should just be who they are yeah that is awesome <laughs> and it's interesting because you, you realize in tertiary that people are different there's a person who could party every Friday and every Saturday, yes. but still pass. Yes, there are those kind of people. Yeah, and then there's one who could party once and fail, or not party at all and fail. So just identifying which category you fall into, and just yes. learning how to balance. And just, you know, it's weird, because you see a person partying, you person missing lessons padding and you think okay this person is obviously yeah the <laughs> next thing you know that person is passing yeah. and you're like which what is happening now okay so you finish a bsc what would you say was med still like your subject yeah it was it has always been my yeah. subject <laughs> but yes. now we're doing little and we're on no meds at all yeah i'm not one person who liked reading mm. uh school stuff I love just reading other kind of things. Yeah. So I was, for now, I started learning to to read. Yeah. This and understand school stuff. Yeah. Cause math was just it was self learning per se. Yes. You get a formula, you manipulate the formula, you deal with the different questions, you just learn. Yeah. Oh, one <laughs> question I forgot to ask: Who's your favorite author? My favorite author. Ah. Mm. Uh, I've not been reading that much mm. for a while. Yeah. So what is one novel that you remember for life? Remember for life? Mm. Other than the children's fairy tale books. Other than the the fairy tale books. Mm. I think it was a. I forgot the title of the book. I don't know how I forgot it. Mm. 
but it had uh my favorite quote in there it was something like uh what i forgot i, I don't know <laughs> where was the storyline it was it was not really a storyline it's a motivational book mm. i can say yes it was like oh my god pause <laughs> so i wrote down the quote somewhere yes in the description oh. i write it down in the description all right okay so where were we bsc yes bsc okay so now you're done with a bsc you've done all you could your cgpa not the exact just give us a range a range if you're not comfortable saying it directly no i can say it okay (laughs) yeah i i got uh 4.96 4.96 that's a 5.0 yeah that's a (laughs) 5.0 yeah it was almost Mm. Almost, almost. So it means the first semester you got a 5.0? No, I got a 5.0 the second semester. You got a 5.0? Hey, you switched. You switched. Oh! <laughs> the first semester, what really killed me? Mm. It wasn't biology. Surprisingly, I passed bio very well. Mm. It was, uh, what did we do? It was calm. Yes, mm. calm. It was calm. You kidding? Yeah. But I just passed the others well. It was just calm. And like the second semester, it was physics. Physics. Because when I started, I realized that I couldn't read. Oh. So the fact that we didn't have an exam and I had to do with CA, it was what killed me. Because you know, with the GPA, the objective is just to get everything above eighty. Yes. So I had seventy-nine. Oh, that is a really bad mark. I had to. I mean, not, not bad, but still, yeah. It's really painful. It is. And it's yet because my sister's like, yes, you made it to me, and I'm like, <laughs> it's really painful. Yes, it and like seventy-nine, one percent could have given me, but I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get back to five. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So even now, is the GP still four point nine six? No, I just gone down. That- down, down, yes. down, down, down. But it's yeah, I wanna finish medicine with with my original GPA. Is the original? Yeah. I read somewhere, um, some Facebook page. There's a guy I don't know which university he was in, yeah. but he finished medical school with the GPA five point How is it possible? I mean when we have gone down you can I think it's when you increase your GPA uh-huh. you increase I get it it's just an addition. So yeah. one thing that I've heard is that if you have ever gotten a five point GPA, yeah. then it's possible for you to get back to five point Oh. I don't know how, but I think it's possible. I think you you're gonna go at four point nine 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 up until eventually that four point nine 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 becomes a five point oh. Yeah, like yes, guys. I'm not yes. sure if I can still be able to get that. And uh, I was looking at the. Mm. Let's make it a challenge. A challenge. Yeah. Yeah, that would be challenge. Like like a goal. Let's finish mixing with the GPO five point Yeah, that is that's a good thing to try. Yeah. (laughs) I was looking at the graduation marks and I really got discouraged. Mm. How much were they? There was just one person I think. No, I didn't. I didn't see anyone who got above four four point five. You know what? Let's make that the second objective. The first one is five point zero. The yes. second one above four point five. Yes. So yes. whatever we do, maintain four point five, or good, don't cross below four point five, or yes. just try to get above four point five. Yeah. Yes. That'll be a nice thing to try. I want this. 
I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. So now you're in medicine. How was it the transition from medicine to BSc? I think you know, from medicine from BSc to medicine. medicine. I think it was really a big transition. Now I have to read a lot. Sometimes when I don't read, I feel guilty, mm. and I'm I'm anxious. I procrastinate. Mm. And I realized that I spend even more time worrying about not studying. Mm. Then I, study. I don't do the, what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to study, but I end up worrying more than studying. So mm. that is really bad. And sometimes, uh, actually, I study alone. So I think it's kind of difficult mm. for yeah. me because, you know, it's nice to just have uh, a go-to person that you can always say, okay, let's discuss this. Mm. Yeah. I'm volunteering. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go that would be nice mm. <laughs> yes because uh, sometimes you can think you know something but yeah. you don't you don't I realize that I think when I'm in the test in the exam mm. that okay I think I thought I knew this when I'm now seeing answers which look alike and I don't know <laughs> yeah I think it's it's one thing that I've realized good when you're writing the test it's either you feel as if you've overread Yes. Or you've underread. Yes. And you feel both at the same time. I feel both at the same time. There was one particular exam where I felt like I overread. Mm. But my marks showed otherwise. Yeah. And then there was one where I felt like I underread. But I did well in it. Mm. So, hi, with medicine. Good, you never know. You never know. And they, they are way of setting questions. <laughs> like they go beyond what they teach you in class. Yes. It's like the expectation is that you could it's I, I don't think it has kicked in that we're doing medicine yet. Yes, it hasn't, it hasn't. I think it's a matter of we know we're in this course but we haven't actually looked at the social aspect. Kinda of we're dealing with lives over here. Yeah. Whether depending on whatever path you take in medicine, at the end of the day, it's a person's life. So it really hasn't settled in. Right now, we're just trying to pass. Yeah. And just not trying to get the knowledge and yes. be the knowledge and live the knowledge. Yeah. And I feel as if once we get to that point, I don't know about today's love. I don't know if I'm probably going to be releasing this episode <laughs> But today's love, and I'm just there to meet the love. I've never felt so driven to go and read more, find out more. As I did in that lab, I don't yeah. know. I just like, pow. I was like, you know what? But in anyway, yeah, back <laughs> to the interview. <laughs> um, what should I say? <laughs> okay, what drives you more medicine? Because there are numerous instances where people feel like giving up, which yes. just becomes a lot. I think in this past few months i've felt many times mm. like giving up because i feel like it's really hard do i really have to do this mm. but then i remember where i'm coming from mm. what i've done to get here yeah and that keeps me going and what in uh, what you're yet to accomplish in yes year. yes yes in those words i think that's what keeps me going because i've got to do this and for me, every time before we write a test, I usually have like those two to four hours where I give up. Yeah, I I give up. Sometimes I just switch off my life and go like, my, my light and then go like, ah, no, <laughs> I've done the best. While I'm just there, 
two minutes into my bed, I go like, but no, let me go. Baby. Yeah, like when it hits you, like you know what, I'm not giving up. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's tease it, and you actually do it, and it's nice because one thing that I realized is that, um, when you read, when you've read as much as you wanted to, yeah, you, there's that satisfaction in the heart, Aye. that joy, you're like. Hmm. But that joy is really crippled when yeah. you get to the example. <laughs> <laughs> and you see some things you didn't expect. It's weird. Like, good when you're writing that test, like, everything that you've learned becomes jumbled up. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was week one, week two, week three, week four. You know, when you get there, it, then everything just becomes complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we will get through this. Yeah. We will learn how to... How to do this? <laughs> yeah, well, that's learn. And what would you say? What block did you enjoy? I enjoyed two o two. Two o two. Yes. What was it? Was it the the heart and the and cardiovascular the and the respiratory system? Oh, okay. Actually, I'm interested in that. I think that's why I enjoyed it. As I was like, yeah, yeah, I've arrived. Yes. I think if I am to specialize, mm. I would like to do ENT. Yeah, yeah, nose and throat. Mm. Yeah. So I, you found your thing. You found your calling. I think I would love to venture into that. Or maybe genetics, something. <coughs> yeah. You want to be a neurosurgeon? Wow. That's oh, awesome. my interest. <laughs> but I'm not putting it out there so that nobody comes to me and says, but you know what? I'm putting it out there because it's um, going to give me additional pressure. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm interested in how the brain works socially, psycho- oh. physiologically, and psychosocial. Yeah. Mm. I was once interested in that too when I was reading The Gifted Hands. Mm. Yeah. Ben Cousin is also one of my favorite authors because he's actually a Seventh day Adventist mm. and I'm an Adventist. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was about to ask how do you incorporate um, religion and spirituality in everything that we do? Um. Oh, <laughs> there's this issue of the Sabbath where we shouldn't be doing work on Sabbath. Yeah. I oh, yeah. I actually made it a point that uh, my Sabbaths are study free. Mm. All the way from I think primary. Yeah. I grew up like that, junior, senior, even in BSc. But with medicine, I find I I uh, I feel guilty mm. if I don't study. Mm. And then if I w- study on Sabbath, I also feel guilty. So it's really hard for me. <laughs> I think it's one of those questions where you realize that this is literally 24-7. Yes, like, yes. I remember during a lecture we were told that as medical students, you literally do not have a break. Yes. You don't have weekends. It's just days where you decide, okay, maybe let me breathe for this day. Yeah. But it's a life. Yeah, but I've, I think I've made it a habit that uh, from Friday evening up to the Saturday evening, mm. I just I relax. Mm. But then it's hard yeah. to watch the exam. <laughs> yeah, because on my mind is like I'm always saying, okay, I'm I don't think I'm ready for this exam. I'm not ready. I should read. Yeah, I should read. If I read, then I feel guilty. Okay, I'm breaking the Sabbath. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of really hard for me. Yeah, and then another thing is spiritual identity. I feel as if now, ne? Yes. Whereby uh, when you grow up, you are raised with religion, ne? Yes, yes. Okay, it's not. I remember I was watching this video today, and the person was like, "Um, dump religion and choose relationship." It's yes. like a religion is it's 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 constricting. Got it with. I don't know. 
remember if it was the quotes. I remember. I don't remember exactly what they were saying. Like most of us opt for religion where we focus on the practices rather than on the relationship with God. Yes, I think that mm. is very true. And when we opt for a relationship with God, irregardless of what you do, you know how you are with Him. It's no longer materialistic or this behavior. This it's now when yes. I'm from within. Yeah, I think I've I've noticed that a lot in church. People will really be wearing the long dresses, mm. yeah, dressing modestly and doing good, but they don't have a a good relationship with God. Mm. So I think I'll choose to be more on the relationship side with God, but I'll still have mm. the religion side. Yeah, the aspects yeah. of religion, but focusing more on the relationship. Cause now yeah. most, I know for me, my church hasn't opened yet. Yeah. Yes. So most of us don't have church. So it's now you figure out is you when your relationship with God isn't going to church and feeling as if okay I went to church I've done my dues, or it's just having a conversation one day. If you feel too overwhelmed, just sitting down and just like God, one two three and four. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, Belile, you are doing medicine. Yeah. You have to do more. I just can't wait for you to get for your passport. And I know once you get that, my guy, you are going international. Thank you. You are going international. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, I know that person. Oh, I have God. her number. <laughs> I've known her from the beginning of time. I'll be bragging. I'll be saying yes. You see that girl? Yeah, ne. me and her. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. But okay, so medicine had has had its its challenges. Yes, what would you say um is the main thing that you've learned from this course? From medicine. Yeah, so far, it's a different life. It's a different life. I think in medicine, you have to work hard mm. for what you want. Mm. You cannot just sit there and expect to to get good grades because you believe you're an innate genius. Yeah. There's nothing like that. There's nothing like that. You just have to get work hard for everything that you want. Mm. Yeah, I think that is the thing that I, I, I learned in medicine, working hard. Yeah. I think for me, the hardest lesson I had to learn in medicine was to let go of my GPA. Yes. Like to literally have a first start. Because when you have that GPA, you're like, okay, fine. I think I got this. Think of me. Uh, but now you actually have to look at it and be like, but as much as I think I had it, and as much as I think I got it, I'm, I still have... It's it's a different life. So it's like starting BSc again. Yes. Like you're letting go of your plans from form 5. Yes, you're now yes, studying yes. a different path. Yeah. Hey, and, um... Oh, one thing that I have to ask. I remember <laughs> that um, when you started medicine, eh? Yes. Um... How do you deal with the stereotype of maybe being thought of as being a smart kid so you don't struggle? I think that's a very hard for me mm. because sometimes maybe when I can say I'm meeting with some people to study, mm. they only maybe they always think that okay, this is Polish, she's smart, mm. she already knows this, yeah, and they kind of maybe withhold information that they know yeah. while I don't know it, yeah. So that is very hard for me. And you remember that when we came here, like the uh, the list that was for 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 injections, it was listed according to like our GPAs. Oh, I didn't realize. It that. Was, <laughs> oh, it was and 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 for me it was like 
it, it's difficult when people treat that list as a quantification of what we're doing right now because i didn't one thing that you would know i definitely would not know Mm. and it's hard when you ask for help and it's a matter of why is she asking for help yes yes. she already knows this well you at the same you're like i struggle yeah it's hard it's it's really hard to convince people that you are struggling with something Mm. because they think you are smart (laughs) why why would you struggle so i think that is that is very hard for me because uh, sometimes when I tell my friends I'm struggling with this, I need help in this. I feel I'm not taken. I'm not taken seriously. Yeah, it's like little... um, I'm trying to make fun mm. of other people mm-hmm. instead of me really genuinely asking for help. And so I think I that's what that. generates the long study mentality. Because yeah, yeah. like, you know what? If I'm with people, then they're not gonna understand. If I tell them that I don't understand, it's gonna be like. Gatanika, or I'm just trying to make fun of them, as you mentioned. Yes. But if I'm alone, I can like maybe try to push myself. And it's hard when right now we don't have that interaction with our lectures. So, yeah. for me, I've as, ever since I started, I've, I've never really um, approached any lecture and said, I I don't understand this. Can you uh, please? Me too. And then with fellow people, it's like when you tell fellow students that like yo, I also don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like that. Can I meet someone who understands and who's willing to say I understand and I do understand and actually literally try out reading and studying? Mm. But yeah, anyway. Okay, in closing, in closing, because we've been at this for a long time. (laughs) I asked for an hour of your time and I think I took more than an hour. I actually thought you were going to do it for 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, one thing that I've discovered once I start talking, especially now that there's no video, it's just talking yeah yeah the really it becomes awesome what would you say in medicine name mm. one thing that i've learned is that grades matter but they don't matter it's like you could do your all and you yes. see the results and they would cripple you yes you should be ready for the worst here <laughs> hey what would you say was your has been your lowest grade my lowest grade mm. it has to be the quizzes mm. i no, used no, to no. get um, yeah, the, yeah. Hmm? I used to get hmm? as little as I don't know thirty percent hmm? or twenty something percent, and then I'll be like, my God, which one is this? <laughs> I've never been in this position before. I remember I called my mom crying that I want to quit because I was getting grades below fifty <laughs> consecutively. Yeah, like, I was starting to wonder, I, this is not made for me. Yeah, and how early you remind me the first quiz that we wrote. The first time, like, yeah. I remember I went there. Great, was our first week. Then hey. I, I go there, like, I read, I read, I, I read. Then you see a great Zimirik. It was really yeah. hurting to see four out of twenty. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was like, Mama, I, uh, <laughs> I don't understand. Now I get how on your feet And it's weird, it happens every time, even after tests. Mm. I'm like, you know what? Plus, every time I finish writing a test, it just takes out something out of me. It's, me too. I just, eesh. I just, I just want to bury myself mm. because I know that grade which I have calculated that I'll get is mm. gonna embarrass me. Mm. <laughs> so, eesh, it's oh, medicine. It's really a struggle. <laughs> and like, what is like your study? Getting your study. 
your study pattern because it's hard every block is different yeah it's kind of different i actually set a study timetable mm. i just excluded uh, the hours where i think we attend lectures mm. and the pvls and the other things and then uh, i use those hours to study mm. but i mostly study in the evenings yeah i don't think my studies in the morning and afternoon are really productive mm. but then sometimes i find my study hours are taken up for something when we have to do group work mm. or we have to go to the labs or there's an assignment or there's an assignment so then i'm left with little time for studying and towards the exam now i find that okay i have little time and mm. more material and then now I have to be binge reading if there's ever that yeah, word. Yeah, just, you know, it's just like, okay, uh, I just hope whatever I'm reading is yeah. going to be retained in the mind. I'm just going to be flipping through those pages. So, hey, it's really, it's really tough. It is. Yeah. And um, one thing that, like, looking at your study pattern, what is your grade range? My grade range? Here. Of? Like, ever since you've been here. Like the range of grades that you've had. Uh, you mean the exam? Yeah. Or including the quizzes? Everything, just the range. The range? Mm. I think it can start from 30. Mm-hmm. Yay! <laughs> Going to... Well, I don't like to limit myself. I'll say 100. <laughs> yes. And the quizzes, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think the most difficult part is, is, is the test. Yes. And it's hard because the test goes into the determine and whether you stay in the hey. course or not so and when you find out that they make the exam you literally become scared yeah mm. you know my heart my heart oh what would you say is like your test range test just the test the exam yeah uh give I us a range not the exact ones <laughs> you don't want people in your business okay yeah i never got anything above 80 yeah so far Welcome to and the team. lowest I got was 68. Mm. So I think it's that range. Mm. Uh, between 68 and 80. Yeah. So guys, medicine, it's uh, it, it's difficult, but not impossible. Yeah, not difficult, impossible. But, <laughs> not, but not impossible. So what do you hope to achieve or attain when I like in your life? Like, in my like, life? You'd say you are good once you have done one, two, three. I think I don't want to limit myself to doing medicine. Mm. Yes. yes. Mm. So I, 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 I have a lot of degrees I want to do. Mm. Yes, and I discovered that uh, actually actuarial sciences, you can uh, become a professional actuary without going to do the actuarial degree. You can? Yes, How? you can. You just write the exams. So you have to for them. <laughs> No, no, it's hard this time around. I mean, I'll be like doing two medicine courses if I'm ever doing that. <laughs> so, yeah, I I want to, I want to do medicine and other degrees. Mm. Yeah, and I also want to. I'd love to own a school. I don't know if it's a. <laughs> it's a it's a, a dream that is too big, but I I would love to own a school. And I would also love to work with the UN or non governmental organization or actually own a non governmental organization, organization. Yeah. that can help uh vulnerable children, that yeah. can help uh refugees. Yeah. yeah. Those people of the of the society, yeah. That are not able to take care of themselves. 
I think I would love to do that. <laughs> that is great, man. That is great. Yeah. And I think you can start as soon as now. Yes. Like right now you can start by maybe taking one student from either the refugee camp or, uh, or either an unprivileged student and just mentoring them yes. from now up until forever. I think that way it's also going to push you as a person to always be better because you know that it's not only you, it's also that student and that person. Yes. yes. Oh, that's because you remember the last time you saw your mom? My mom? Yeah. Oh, actually my mom had uh, come to Havroni. She had come to the Zimbabwean embassy. Yeah. Was it last week? I remember I had to miss her lesson to go and see her in the morning. That is great, man. Yeah, she had to... She was leaving because I wasn't able to make time to meet her. Mm. So I had to sacrifice my lesson time. Yeah, you just go to see the mom. Yeah. And how was that? It was really nice. Uh, she had come with my little sister. Oh. Yeah. So it was nice seeing them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's dope, man. That's dope. So, ladies and gentlemen, today we had Kalilin um, and she was just taking us through her education and life experience that far. And, uh, and if you're motivated, guys, I, I feel motivated because <laughs> when you see the journey, like we, we individually have different journeys. Yes, Although yes. We, right now we might be in the same or our past might be interconnecting. We know that it might be temporary, but I feel as if it's going to be permanent. We're going to branch, but still we're still going to know each other. But it's nice seeing the different journeys and not limiting yourself to what you know of the world. Yeah. So guys, this has been VMT. Um, thank you for listening today, and I hope I'll still have you guys. Um, tomorrow, the next day, the next of the next day, next week, next month, and just each and every single time. Goodbye.